welcome to The Kurt Locker, a podcast where we chronologically step through and discuss the films of Kurt Russell. My name is Andrew Gormley, and I am one of your hosts. I am joined on this episode by many people, all of whom are co-hosts. So let me try to go down this list really quickly here. I don't have any pithy kind of introductions for everybody. Yeah. So starting at the top, I have Daniel Spencer. Hello, Daniel. Hello. And then we move on to Lindsay Nelson. Hello, Nin- <laughs> Wow. Hello, Lindsay. <laughs> Hello, Andrew. Ninsley. Lindsley. <laughs> Up next, Eric Hall. Oh, hey, everyone. <laughs> I didn't you see you there. Surprise there. I was going to say, did we surprise you on a street corner? <laughs> Unbelievable. How did you get in my boudoir? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, the podcast would not be complete without Whitney Nelson. Yes. The inimitable, the omnipotent Whitney. Correct. She's here. Obviously. Hello. We, we she, need you're you welcome. Here. She's referring to herself. You're welcome in for me. Person now. <laughs> Good day. We're all. I'm, I'm liking this energy. It's a little chaotic, but I'm I'm really I'm really liking what's going on. How rare is it to have like five people on a podcast and have it go smooth as hell? I don't know if it's I don't know if it's ever happened, but we're gonna try. We're gonna try. We're doing our best. We're also all clearly very sassy tonight. So yeah. Hey. I like uh, it. Tonight? <laughs> just all the time. Just, just a sassy group. Just sassy the forever, default. I think. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah. It all checks out. It all checks out. This is this is interesting. We are now, we're, what, two months now? A month and a half out from the end of our Cool Breeze Over the Mountains final episode. Uh, for the foreseeable future, I would say. Temporarily final. Yeah. And we have now moved on. <laughs> As many people as I could scoop over from that show, we now have here for the Kurt Locker, where we're doing the same thing for Kurt. It's going to be very interesting. I want to take a minute up top, like we had done before. This is going to be at the top of every episode, but how to get in touch with us, all this good stuff. Everyone has been champing at the bit, as it were, to have us kick this off, which is nice, Mm -hmm. but also I feel the pressure. So it's good. Here we go. Uh, you can now find our website at 12and24.com. That are, that's the numerals 12and24.com. That's where all of these podcasts are going to live. That's where Cool Breeze currently lives. That's where this is going to live. New good stuff coming up will also live Other there. secrets. Other secrets and, and things like that. You can email us. The email address is kurtlockerpod at gmail.com. That's already set up. And then you can hit us up on Twitter at kurtlockerpod. So we're already set up for for everyone to get in touch with us. Unlike yes, and maybe, we are ready and waiting for your feedback at all times. Bring it on. Bring it on. It was one of the best parts of Cool Breeze, so we want to bring that over. Right. I think there's probably a fan base just as large if not larger for Kurt. I don't know. I, I We'll have to see. We can we can actually do a, a pretty direct comparison and, and see how it shakes out. So the only thing that's changed is the actor, really. And then I, this is our first episode, but go ahead and review it and say you loved it. You, you've loved what you've heard oh, so yeah, far. Do that. Do that. All the, the stars. The hosts are charming. There's definitely not too many of them at one point on this episode. 
Yeah. <laughs> they never talk over each other. A flawless give and take. We, <laughs> correct. When we stumbled into Eric's boudoir, that was a classic. Remember when. <laughs> Remember when. And Whitney uh, went ahead and, and, you know, thanked us all for herself. Yes. So. You're welcome for me. I don't know what's hard to understand about that. I am here and you are welcome. Right. So mention that in your review, maybe, with the five stars. So <laughs> do all that. <laughs> Say, all right. thank God Whitney's back for more. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> Already off the rails. If you're, if you're not familiar with our, our show format, if, if, if for some reason you have found this without... Uh, listening to Cool Breeze Over the Mountains, which I highly recommend you do. It's quite a journey. But if for some reason you don't know what our show format looks like, I'm going to run down how each episode is going to go here. Mm -hmm. So at a very high level, we'll start off with any Kurt Russell news. He is still an active actor making movies. So it's possible that over the course... yeah. It is possible over the course of the next year or so that we are doing this show that news will come out about him and what he's working on. Uh, then we move into a synopsis. Uh, from there, we go to critical audience and listener reception. That's where you have the opportunity to write in, have your voice heard. Then we have general thoughts, which are we tend to try to stay spoiler free. But, you know, whatever, depending yeah, on the movie, um, you know, sure. it could go either way. Just Ish. general high level thoughts. Then we'll have a deep dive where we go play by play through the scenes of the film, generally following uh, if there's something on Wikipedia or IMDb, we'll use that as a skeleton. Mm -hmm. Then we do our overall, would you recommend this film? Yes, no, at a high level. And then we are going to rank the films of Kurt Russell. So <laughs> that that feels pretty good. I, I do want to bring up the fact that there is a notable omission mm -hmm. in this, which yes. is trivia. Aha, uh -huh. that's correct. There will be trivia. Yes or no? I, I believe that there will be trivia. However, I need to find out what the what the hook is there because it was built. It, it felt built in for Keon, <laughs> right? We had a line. Well, the the name came up organically with Pop Quiz Asshole because of it was a line from one of his biggest movies. So it did organically sort of flow in that we were going to do trivia because we were like it's already there we've got pop quiz asshole let's do it yes i think that that is probably one of the most popular parts of of cool breeze that's what people mm -hmm. tended to show up for and we had a lot of people get in touch with us about it where we had a pop quiz audience presented by charles nolan one of the greatest hosts ever ever mm -hmm. Of a game show ever. Yes, correct. So he was a bit much for me. But. <laughs> <laughs> Not only do we need to top Charles Nolan, or at least match Ooh. that energy, but we also need to find the hook for Kurt. So mm -hmm. in our in our opening episodes, I don't believe it'll be there, but I think that's okay because Pop Quiz didn't arrive for Cool Breeze until a few episodes. It was quite in a ways either. in. Yeah. So yeah, we. But if you have ideas, if you have thoughts, let us know. Because it's something that we think is a favorite of Cool Breeze. But do you want it here for Kurt? And is it, you know, what are your thoughts on the how to slip it into the format naturally? Correct. We want that's, to hear back from you. That's key. That's key right there. 
needs to needs to fit. Mm-hmm. That is overall the show. But why we're here today is we're talking at a high level. Again, if you had listened to any of the final episodes of Cool Breeze Over the Mountains, there was a lot of deliberation on at, at, on ultimately how we arrived at Kurt. But for everyone here now, we have most of the co-hosts and most of the voices that you're going to hear throughout the seasons of the Kurt Locker. We want to ask at a high level, why Kurt Russell, right? Keanu, in my heart, this is one of my favorite people on the planet, right? Just as just mm-hmm. at a person level. And then a lot of the things he's done just happen to align with things that I really, really like in films. Mm -hmm. So I certainly feel that way about Kurt, but to maybe to a lesser degree. And as we'll find out, that might be because I just haven't seen everything that Kurt has to offer. So I have less experience with Kurt Russell films than I did with Keanu going in. So Whitney, do you Mm want to tell people how we kind of arrived or why we Ended up on Kurt Russell? Yeah, so for me, the biggest criteria when we were talking about new people, there was so many people on the list, and trust me, anyone that you're like, why did they not do this person? We thought of them. But for me, the biggest criteria was we wanted as big a range of movies as Keanu has. So you're talking like weird period stuff, sci-fi stuff, rom-com stuff. Like we wanted to hit All of the genres. And my example that I've been going to is Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep's a phenomenal actress. But if you look at most of her career, you're watching the same kinds of movies over and over again. We wanted someone that fit that spanning the genres thing. And Kurt Russell really does that. He's got a few things that are sort of his niche. But we go everywhere from old 70s Disney's movies to sci-fi to westerns to all kinds of stuff. And I think that for me... The variety and bouncing back and forth in the movies that we're watching and what they're like was pivotal to keep it interesting for people that are watching it every week and like following along with us or for us, the hosts ourselves. If you get too entrenched, like a good example is brought up multiple times was Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis is a great one. But if you watch all of Bruce Willis's movies, you're watching a lot of the same movie over and over again. And especially the recent ones. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I didn't want to do that. It was also uh one of the only arguments against Tilda Swinton was that yes. you're mm-hmm. you're seventy percent artsy experimental films with her. So Yeah. Um so Kurt Russell to me was just the most varied and the most fun. When you're looking at overall catalogs of work. Kurt Russell stood out to me at the top. Uh, and also Vincent D'Onofrio. And I still think we should do Vincent D'Onofrio at some point. <laughs> so, so, but yeah. just at the top of fun, action-y, but also all over all of the genres. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was so excited about Kurt. Is that it was a little bit of everything. Yeah, I think you summed that up really well. That's that's pretty much how we arrived where, where we did. I was just going to say, I don't want to get too meta about this but it's also a nice mix of sort of quality of films so 
we're not watching a bunch of. What are you, pre- what are you trying prestiges? to say about Keanu? <laughs> no, I no, I feel Keanu was the same way. No, Got like it. Okay. there were some like tentpole big budget movies, and then there were a couple of movies made on a camcorder. Like that, that I think makes the watch through more interesting. Sure, and I yeah. think Russell has some of that as well. Absolutely, absolutely. So I, you know, the the movies we'll be watching. The qualifier for me, I put together this list. We're going to discuss the list. We're not going to go through all of the films, right? They're not like, I'm not going to list them out. But suffice it to say, I put together this list. Here is the criteria that I used when selecting these films. So, and I have some questions once he's done with the criteria. Perfect. So maybe the criteria will help clarify <laughs> this. But maybe not. I don't know. Uh, if he was uncredited... Or it was a TV movie or a television show, it's off the list right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. So that narrowed it down because he had close to a maybe a hundred, maybe or just over on his IMDB. So that basically chopped the list down to around 60, maybe, something like that. Then for the early stuff, which again, we'll get to in a minute. I clicked through IMDb and I was like, if he was in one of the first three slots of listed actors, uh, meaning like top build, uh, I was like, I guess we're golden here. But again, my experience with that is I have not (laughs) seen anything before 1980 that Kurt Russell was in. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, That brought our list down to what are we looking at here? I count 59 films. Mm-hmm. So as of the Christmas Chronicles 2 being released. Correct. Which just came out like two weeks ago, which is great. Correct. Yes. Um, so that that is kind of our list. We have some animated films. We have some action films. We have big budget movies like Eric said. We have smaller kind of dramas in mixed in there. So it's a it's a lot of a lot of everything. Now, I can't wait to be grilled over some of these choices that I did make or didn't no, make. No, there's only one. Bring there's it only on. There's only one grilling. <laughs> okay. And that was, I was going through the list, uh-huh. and we have The Captive, The Longest Drive 2. Yeah. We have no The Captive, The Longest Drive 1, and I was like, was he not in it? Do we need to see it to know what happens in the next one? And we... Before Andrew got online, we were doing a little digging online to try and yeah. figure out what the deal was. <laughs> and it seems like the que- uh, the longest drive was a sequel in theaters, maybe, to a made-for-TV movie that does star him. Wild. So there was, like, maybe a TV show called The Quest and then a movie called The Quest... And the movie was made for TV, but starred Kurt Russell, and The Longest Drive is the sequel. Mm. And I just want to know if we need to see the first one before we see the second one, (laughs) even though they have wildly different names and seemingly no follow through in plotline. I guess the real question is, how entertaining would it be to try to figure out the plot of a movie you just watched the the sequel of? (laughs) Absolutely entertaining. (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. and I am totally fine with jumping into a sequel without saying the first one. But since Kurt Russell was in the first one, that was my main question. Yeah, 
then we may have to make an adjustment. I don't, I, see, I don't, here's what I don't want to do. I don't want everyone to have to sit down and watch 10 to 24 episodes of a television show and then a made-for-TV movie just as the qualifier for this mm-hmm. film. Correct. So if it's I too don't. hard in one direction, we either. just remove the sequel. <laughs> so, And our list I becomes mean, 59, think... or 58, rather. <laughs> Most directors would try and do a little bit of onboarding at the beginning of a movie for anybody. I would assume so. So I I think that we could probably jump into the second and then guess at the first. Sure. But I just wanted to make sure that we were upfront about it and that we were clear about what we were doing before we got into it. Because that's technically going to be season two of the podcast. So I wanted to make sure ahead of time that we all were on the same page about whether we were watching the quest or not. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm totally... I'm totally down. Tentative, yes. <laughs> but hey, <laughs> if it turns out to be too much work, we're dropping it. Also, we're I don't it. understand how a movie titled The Captive, The Longest Drive 2, is a sequel to the movie <laughs> The Quest. No, it's a sequel to the, the Quest, The Longest Drive. The Longest Drive. Holy <laughs> shit. Okay. That's what I'm saying. That's not what it. That's not what it shows on IMDb. It the just quest, shows the, the quest on the, IMDb. I think the quest is an actual TV show, maybe. Right. It's all so very the quest I'm the looking TV at show. the TV movie. <laughs> Damn. All right. I'm, I'm already thinking we remove it. I'm already confused. So I don't know. We'll find, we'll see. We'll see. That's. It. That's uh, suffice to say that's our list. <laughs> For better, it's Just almost our list. It's like ninety nine percent. We're just going to talk about the quest. Startups call this we, a pivot. We lured you in. <laughs> now you're stuck. All right. As I said. I do not have the experience with Kurt Russell that I have with Keanu Reeves. So the first question I'd like to ask all of you, and we'll start with Dan on this one. How many Kurt Russell movies of this list have you seen? I was shocked when I went through the the list uh, earlier today that I had only seen nine of them. Whoa, that's crazy. That's Evan Levels crazy. From cool bonkers to me. Okay. Let me hold on. Let me take a quick look because I just looked at my list and I think I I think I'm at ten and not nine. But still, that is too few. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I am at I am at ten. Uh. But still, ten of fifty-eight, fifty-nine, somewhere in that neighborhood. Okay. Yes. Okay. Lindsay, how many of these films have you seen? I am at the very ominous 13 of these films. 13? Okay. So the first movie that gets up from the table dies. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot. I mean, that's that's part of the thing with 13 is if you sit down at a table with 13 people, the first one who stands up is going to be the first one who dies. This is why this is why Lindsay's here. I like it. Mm -hmm. I like it. (laughs) Eric, I'm expecting big things from Eric. How many of these have you seen? So it's right around 26 or 27. Okay. And that's that's being conservative. I've seen like bits and pieces of other ones like 
3,000 miles to Graceland. I, I think I've seen like a third of that kind of thing. So fully saw and remember, I'm going to go with 26. Wow. That's okay. You're, you're at the, yeah, so far, so good. All right. And Whitney, what do you got? Well, as Cool Breeze established for anyone who listened to it, I don't know what movies I have seen and not seen. <laughs> uh-huh. So I think I've seen 12. 12. Okay. I don't know if that's true or not. I think on this list I've seen 12 of them. It's entirely possible that I've seen more. But I will add a caveat that my boyfriend has introduced me to three of these movies in the last year. So before that, it was not. Okay. Interesting. Three. uh, Yeah. uh Uh There are three movies on this list that are fairly strong, like Kurt Russell tentpole movies that I had not seen until the last sort of calendar year or so. So I am currently at 12, but if you had asked me a year ago, uh, nine. All right. All right. I am at uh, a little bit better than Lindsay, not quite as good as Eric. I'm at 19 of these films. So... Mm. You know, with some, I think, some notable omissions, which I would love to get to right now. So mm-hmm. <laughs> of all of the what we would call, as as Whitney just put it, tentpole Kurt Russell films, which one of these would surprise most people that you that you haven't seen? Right. So backdraft. Like when we, <laughs> wow. Backdraft. For, I remember that, though, actually. OK. All right. Yeah, Good. I'm pretty sure that everything I know about Backdraft, I learned from the Universal Studios ride, quote unquote. <laughs> where everything is on fire. Where you just stood in a hot room on fire. Um, <laughs> and then there was like a documentary on how fire's crazy and all the different forms it can take. I think that's the only experience that I've had with Backdraft. And I feel like Backdraft, for a lot of people our age range, is kind of the first Kurt Russell that you remember. And I don't have that. So that's a big one for me that I think people would be surprised about. Interesting. All right. All right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dan, uh, you know, Kurt Russell's obviously done a lot of huge things. What's one that might surprise people that you haven't seen? Uh, Probably Big Trouble in Little China. <gasps> really? Same. Nope. Same. Oh, both of you. <laughs> both of you. all in for a treat. Fun. I will Fun say that that's one of those that I've been introduced to in the last year. So I can't talk too big a game about having seen it, even though I've seen it twice. I was, I was almost going to take a guess at what were the three movies that Jamie had shown oh, you in the past do year. Oh, it. That, take that a guess. That was going to be on the list. Okay, Big okay, Trouble so in Little China is one. Where are the big other two? Big Trouble in Little China. Mm-hmm. The Thing... Correct. And, es- and Escape from New York. Correct. Those are Damn. the ones I would have guessed, too. Yeah. 100% correct, all of you. <laughs> One Nailed second. it. Hold Points on. all around. Got it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Got it. Yes. Those are the three that I have been shown. And Big Trouble in Little China, I've now seen twice. So. All if, right. If okay. we do any live watches, I want to hang out with people watching Big Trouble in Little China for the first time. Big Trouble in Little China? Yeah. Yeah, no, like when Lindsay and Dan watch it for the first time, I would like to be there. All right. Absolutely. (laughs) I think that could be, uh, I think that could be arranged. Mm -hmm. Eric, I don't, you know, it's, it it sounds like you've seen a lot of these, but any notable omissions for you? Almost 50%. Uh, I mean, Backdraft is actually a big one for me too. Uh, Really? I have not seen it. Um, 
I don't know. It just it was a movie about firemen. It just didn't sound that exciting. Uh, Fair. Hey. So, I get yeah, I, I, I have not seen that one. If Universal Studios has taught me anything, it's not that exciting. <laughs> That's rude. That's rude. Well, they've now replaced it with Transformers, so... Which is very exciting. I understand. Uh-huh. Giant mecha uh, Is it, fighting. though? No, it's not. A... <laughs> Michael Bay. Come on. Yeah. Michael Get Bay. out of here, Michael Bay. <laughs> Nothing's Scram. interesting because everything is edited the same. Welcome so to Baycast. <laughs> <laughs> Starting with The Rock. Pain no, and gain, though, know. right, you guys? Pain and gain. Pain and gain. <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson, come on. Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Rock is good. The most bankable star in Hollywood right now. Of course. Of course. I think mine might be Tombstone. Um, oh, seen I also think that I have not seen that one. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure that I have not seen that one. Okay. Okay. Um, you might want to be a little less sure about that. No, nope. I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure, Lindsay. Is this another Constantine one, scenario? It is. I was one hundred percent sure that I had never seen Constantine. I had Correct. seen it. Nothing even seemed familiar when I watched it. I was there was no hints of recognition in my brain anywhere. I was so sure that I had never seen Constantine, and then Lindsay said, uh, "P.S. We totally did, saw it together." Lindsay, did you take your sister to I, see Tombstone? We, I mean, it was a at our house video rental watching of Tombstone, so I did not take her anywhere. But we have watched Tombstone together, uh, and while I can understand her forgetting Tombstone. I am still to this day shocked she forgot Tilda Swinton in those amazing <laughs> costumes from Constantine. Like, how? How is that not seared beautifully into your brain? <laughs> seared beautifully. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so, all right. I mean, Big Trouble, that is, you know, that is certainly when people are making art of, of Kurt Russell. Big His character, Jack Burton, often appears in the artwork, mm-hmm. right? And the same... Not so much backdraft, though. The, the character he plays in that is a little bit more, you know, it's a little more generic, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. know. This is a, this is an interesting list. So I guess my next question then, of the of the movies you've seen, uh, what was the first one that you watched? So let's I'm going to just continue with my order. Dan, what was the first Kurt Russell movie you watched? Uh, I think technically uh, The Fox and the Hound. OK, yeah, there you mm-hmm. go. Yeah, that checks out. That checks out. Lindsay, what do you got? It was either the Fox and the Hound or the one and only genuine original family band. Those were both in rotation. I don't know which was first, but they were very close to one another. Those were both in our rotation as as little, little children. So I do not know which of those two was first, but they are basically simultaneous. All right. Okay. Again, I have no recollection before. the. I have no idea what I'm in for for the first basically 10 years of his career. Maybe more, <laughs> 15 years. Uh, it's, it's, mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to be a lot. It's going to be, I don't now know. Now you see him, now you don't. It's going to be good. All right. I got to take your word for it. Let's see. Eric, what was the first one you saw? Um, oh, I think it was probably Overboard. Um. Overboard okay. was one of those movies that was running on HBO a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
and yeah, like yeah. caught it in rotation. That was on TV all yeah. the time. So I, I you think know. I think after Fox and the Hound and the one and only genuine original family band, that is the first Kurt Russell movie I saw. Like yeah. after those like kids movies that I watched. I think Overboard is the first one that I saw for that same reason. It was on TV a lot. Yeah, it's definitely the first image my brain goes to when somebody says Kurt Russell. Um, is that glorious mullet doing that thing with the <laughs> mullet tank top and, and the tank mullet. top and oh. both? Uh-huh. Although mullet. honestly, yeah. mullet and tank top could be. About seventy percent of Kurt Russell's right. filmography. Yeah, so. I was going to say just that, that period chunk of time. Of his career. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a yeah very much. strong mullet, tank top vibe. Fun, fun. I think the first film of his that I saw that I actually remember was Breakdown of all of them, uh, and I just remember not really liking that movie because I I think I saw it like right around the time it had come out, and uh, I don't I have not seen it since, but I I seem to remember. A large truck and him making some bad a series of bad decisions so that's really my memory of of breakdown um <laughs> i don't think i ever saw the fox and the hound i really don't think that that was ever part of the that's is that a disney movie is, is that it is, it is. It's a yeah. disney animated movie yeah I and don't... it is very tragic to hmm. show <laughs> it's yeah. very sad i don't think it's that a big that was old on rotation. bummer <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable can't wait for a bummer Disney movie. Okay, okay. The first half is a delight if you want to just watch the first right. half. The, Generally, it's yeah. the other way around, is it not? Like, Bambi, the first half is the bummer, and then it turns out, like, okay, like, okay. I don't know, maybe? Uh-huh. I don't know. Uh, did you see the end of Bambi? I don't remember, actually. <laughs> I to break it to you. No, I don't want to know. I, I want to just assume everything's okay at the end of Bambi. So, sure, it's great. <laughs> The, the final question I want to ask, uh, at least in this, as we're talking about Kurt Russell, is what's your current favorite Kurt Russell movie? So of the ones you've seen, what's the one you're like, God damn. Big Trouble in Little China. All right. <laughs> Whitney, coming mm. out strong coming for out Big strong. Trouble. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dan, what do you got? It's, it's a nearly perfect movie in my eyes. Uh, it's, it's The Thing. The Thing. Okay. John mm-hmm. Carpenter. Dig it. Dig it. All right. Uh, Eric, what are you thinking? Wow. Uh, it's a real Sophie's choice for me. Um, it's a three-way tie. <laughs> That's, I don't know about this, but okay. Right, look, look, in, in my living room over my sofa is a poster from Escape from New York. Okay. Oh. My all-time favorite horror movie is The Thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I've got a real weird um, soft spot for Sky High. Interesting. Okay. Okay. That movie's Sky a lot High. of fun. Yep. I am looking forward to seeing it because I have not seen it, but you're the not the first person Sky to High. say that. Oh, 2005. Yeah. Yes, I, I don't even even heard of that movie. I don't. I don't. I didn't even know. You've it's never like heard of the high of school superheroes, for superheroes yeah. movie? No. It's, it, that must have flown under my radar. I don't know. There's a whole period right there in the 2000s where I'm like, what are these movies? It is so. delightful. It's got Linda okay. Carter. It's got Jim Rash. It's got a Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Oh, well, I'm sold yeah. on Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Okay. It's wonderful. Right. Mm-hmm. In the remake of the thing, which, you know. Well, which I'm you know. glad we left off this list. 
I mean, why would, why would he's not <laughs> in that really one? More Doesn't of a matter. prequel, but still. <laughs> hey, did you guys know that Arctic researchers in the Antarctic have a mid-winter solstice celebration where they watch the thing every year? Good for that's them. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty incredible. All right. Little, yeah, mm-hmm. I just found that out recently, and I thought that was very cool of them. <laughs> <laughs> right. What else I mean, are they doing? Talk about a movie to put you on edge, though, when you're stuck in it. You know, <laughs> right. I mean, I know that's the. I just admire. That's like going into the woods and telling spooky stories. You know, <laughs> yeah. right? I'm gonna go to the <laughs> Crystal Lake and watch Friday the Thirteenth. Let's go. It's basically a tie for me too. So I understand Eric's situation because, uh, like, I have very strong feelings as a child for Stargate. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but as mm-hmm, an adult, mm-hmm, like if mm-hmm. I just saw these movies now with no nostalgia attached to them, it would probably be the thing. But I cared very deeply about Stargate for like we did. We cared very years. deeply about Stargate <laughs> yeah. for a while. That movie is a lot of fun. Uh, and I was a total Egyptology nerd. Oh, uh, okay. And, and also, we aliens, grew up in a sci-fi so. household, so like being yeah. in a sci-fi household and being an Egyptology nerd, like you can't really ask for better than Stargate. That was the perfect storm for you. Also, guys. that was the only time that James Spader was hot. <laughs> the only, the one and only time. Although my later experience with James Spader has kind of retroactively ruined the one movie where he was hot for me. I mean, his hotness, not the movie. Wait. <laughs> Do we want to go down this rabbit hole? No, we don't want to talk about James Spader anymore. Okay. The Watcher. I don't know. Um, it's a funny story. No. <laughs> this is good. Maybe Patreon content. I don't know. Hold on. Let me write some stuff yeah. down. Spader. Um, <laughs> uh, how mad would you all be if I said Vanilla Sky? Ooh, kind of I mean, mad. that's on my haven't seen list, so... Oh, good. I, it's not. I just wanted to see if anybody would be... <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to be mad at anyone for their opinions on, on you know, favorite movies or something. I would right? be. <laughs> I, I would just judge you a lot. Sure, I understand. I think it might not surprise anybody, but mine is probably Tango and Cash. I think that fits with kind of, I like the vibe of that movie. A lot of playful ribbing from those two. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's... Lots of uh, homoeroticism. Yeah. Hi. You know, sometimes that's... that's you like what, what you like. Yeah. You can, come on. I mean, come on. I, I'm not here to yuck anybody's yum. So yeah, that's it. Totally that's fine. like the creed of the, of this group of people with our podcasts, <laughs> yeah. you know? So that's cool. All right. So we have a good temperature for where everyone is in terms of Kurt Russell experience and proclivities, which is wonderful. Proclivities? Jesus. Okay. Hey. <laughs> so we want to try... Tango and Cash again. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know it was going to be that kind of it's... podcast. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. All right. It, it, you just shout it out if you want. It, it, this is to no one in particular. Uh, because it seems like a lot of us have not... Don't have a, a ton... Eric aside, having seen about half of these, we don't have like a ton of experience. So are there any of these that you're really looking forward to either seeing or revisiting? Uh, Sky High. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sky High for sure. Um, Death Proof. Yes. Is that, a, is that a C too. or a rewatch? That is a C. That's, That's another one that. That's like, a C wow. for me as well. Interesting. Okay. 
that that's one I almost said that one for one that I I would that people would be surprised I hadn't seen because I'm a big horror movie person. Uh, and that one was just like right in that timing where I was just not into horror movies yet, and I haven't, I haven't filled that gap yet. So I'm very excited to do that. I'm also very excited about the Christmas Chronicles too. The Return of Sexy Santa, <laughs> <laughs> because I was very into Sexy Santa last year. Yeah, and I am excited to watch the new one. I wrote down, actually, your exact, um, when we had decided about the Kurt Locker, hold on, I have it right here. Yeah, you said, um, if you like uh, Santa who fucks, (laughs) then you're going (laughs) to love the Christmas Chronicles. So, and it's true, it holds up. laughing so hard about that? You say that all the time, like a surprising amount about Christmas Chronicles one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, he clearly does. So I mean, clearly, I yeah. mean, he gives off a very surprisingly strong vibe of that for it being a children's movie. Yeah, lots of BDE. You know what I'm saying? It's there. It's it's yeah. all over the screen. I'm looking forward to Big Trouble in Little China because it is such a notorious movie for me to never have seen. And mm-hmm. likewise, Escape from New York, which is another one I haven't seen. You're going to love Escape God, you're from gonna, New York. You are going to just eat it up. <laughs> you are going it's to. So having good. seen it and having had it go from like something I'd never seen or really even heard of much to being in the top favorite movies that I have, you are going to love Escape from New York. So that's a good pick. Well... That makes me even more excited because I definitely, you two are very capable of judging my tastes <laughs> and knowing what I will like and not mm-hmm. like. So if Daniel and Whitney both say I like it, that is pretty good odds. All right. Okay. Eric, revisit or uh, see for the first time? That'll lead right into my spin off Carpenter cast where we can just talk <laughs> about John Carpenter movies. Oh, uh, God, sign me the fuck up. 12and24.com slash Carpenter cast. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm interested in Bone Tomahawk. That was a recent one that I missed. And the more I hear about it, the more it sounds like it was very much my steez and I'm not sure how I missed it. So I'm looking forward to watching that one. That's one of my recent kind of favorites of his, um, unexpectedly so. Cause, uh, at the end of it, I'm, I, I think to myself, if this was described to me properly, I probably would not have watched this movie. Uh, But after having watched it, I'm like, this was such an interesting thing that I just witnessed. So without, yeah, no, no plots or anything, but yeah, Bone Tomahawk, it's a good one. I was going to say, what I've heard about it is that it's like Wild West Beowulf. So. I mean, that's pretty good, actually. (laughs) That's that's not bad. I don't know who said that, but they should be on the cover of the box. Yes, that was a friend describing it to me. But also, there was some Native American groups who were very not happy with that movie. So, it's yes, I could. Yeah, yep, I could see that too. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely see that. We will talk about that when we get there. (laughs) Right there are some there are some things to say. I don't know if I have any of these. The 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 one I, I think Poseidon for me. Uh, is one that I'm interested in revisiting. I had seen that, and I can't remember too much about it other than 
that he was in it and everybody and I I look at a movie like that and I'm like I would be dead because I can't hold my breath for more than 30 seconds underwater (laughs) meanwhile these people are doing very intricate tasks in salt water with their eyes open so that might be one and then uh you should really temper your excitement about Poseidon. I'm just. I, I mean, I, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just pulling them out because, like, really, <laughs> I'm excited to revisit Escape from New York because uh, it has been quite a while since I've seen that. Yeah, that revisit the thing. Yeah, I, mean, I think everything that that y'all have said uh, is is pretty good. And Poseidon, to m- maybe, <laughs> maybe now, <laughs> rose colored glasses, Poseidon. <laughs> I think that's great. I think everything we've talked about here is wonderful. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. Our first film next week. Uh, I couldn't find it anywhere. Okay. Um, <laughs> I looked on every streaming service. I, it, you cannot get it. As far as I could, as far as I could tell, you could not get it anywhere. Except when I typed it into YouTube, and the full movie is just on YouTube, just uploaded by some random guy. So right. that's where we're going to watch it. It's called. Guns of Diablo, and I'm. It, has anyone seen this one? No, <laughs> absolutely not. No, that sounds like a very made-up satire name. For it absolutely does. Yeah. See, this is uh, this is the part I could say this. Oh shit! I just looked up the poster and the poster only. I didn't want to go into, but it's a uh, Charles Bronson. Yeah. What? It is Charles Bronson starring. Um, right out, right out of the gate. I watched like the first minute of it just to see quality wise what we're what we're dealing with here, and it's mm-hmm. not. It's like what I would describe as barely passable. So just <laughs> the, the YouTube quality is. So it's you've not got that unlike, to look forward to. Sure, it's not unlike when we had to watch One Step Away for Keanu, also on YouTube, split into three parts. It's only a twenty-eight mm-hmm. minute movie, but for some reason, it was in three parts. <laughs> I could say for me, these, I don't know how I feel about like these first 12 films. I I, I look at the names of these and I, I again, I, this is just, I want to go in optimistic, but I'm like, man, Westerns are not really my jam. And it seems like that's basically what he did <laughs> as a child actor. And I cut off like the first like six years before Guns of Diablo, where it was all TV movies of Westerns. And I was like, mm-hmm. God. So. I think you're going to like Now You See Him, Now You Don't. That's a wild, out, like, off-the-wall prediction, and mm-hmm. I don't know if that's going to be true, but I feel in my gut. Okay. Right. I have a special place in my heart for the computer war tennis shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, the Disney stuff's going to be fun. The Disney stuff is fun. All right. Okay. I mean, Walt Disney's last words were Kurt Russell, so, like... <laughs> that is the weirdest <laughs> shit in the world, isn't it? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. How does I wonder how Kurt feels about that? How would you feel about that if someone's last words were your name? Pretty dope. It depends <laughs> on the person. Yeah. It depends on the, it, I think it depends on me on the inflection, really. You know what I'm saying? I was gonna say, are they are they bitterly yelling it? Are yeah. they fondly saying If they're bitterly thinking, yelling it, then I am so happy. Walt Disney like scrawled <laughs> them on a piece of paper, right? Yeah, it, it was on a piece of paper. They were like written on like a like a receipt or the back of an envelope <laughs> or something on his desk was like Kurt Russell and then he died. Which is typically how you alert the world to who your murderer was. So. <laughs> Generally, yes, yes. 
So interesting, interesting character we've chosen here. Potentially murdered Walt Welcome Disney. Welcome to 12 and 24 Serial. <laughs> we'll be investigating the death of Walt Disney. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it's very interesting that you landed on a Kurt Russell rewatch when you don't like Westerns. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think about that until it was too late and we were the, the, the train had already kind of left the station. Here's what, here's what it is, actually. My experience of him is... I think primarily current day, right? Where he is, I mean, don't get me wrong, The Hateful Eight, right? And Bone Tomahawk, two movies back to back where it is essentially that role. But like, it's like Furious 7 and Death Proof and for better or worse, Vanilla Sky. And I'm thinking of Escape from New York. And I keep forgetting about all these little things in between that that he's done. But he keeps coming back to the role of a cowboy for sure. Mm -hmm. But I, I, you know. Like, I, I think maybe it might just be these early movies I'm a little skeptical about because the, the way that Westerns were made and the music and the I, I don't know, I, I you know, it's going to be OK, Andrew. We'll see. It's, it's going to be help all right. Sherpa me through this, everyone, please. For the love of God. This is going to be a turning point in your life. I'm going to be all Westerns all the time. You just love you're, you're just going to be mainlining Shane soon enough. <laughs> I haven't seen that. I know how it ends, though. I think Quentin Tarantino spoiled it for me. Um, okay. So we haven't... Uh, no one has seen Guns of Diablo. It's an hour and 14 minutes. It's a, it's, a tight, it's a tight film. Tight 74. So you get through it in pretty short order. Anything else we want to say about Kurt, about this endeavor at a, at a high level before we, before we wrap it up this first episode? Hopes, dreams... I'm stoked. He's one of my faves. So. I'm stoked. I think it's going to be really fun. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited for this. I have a Snake Plissken action figure, dude. I mean, come on. <laughs> Snake Plissken, all right. <laughs> I thought he was dead. Uh. <laughs> I thought he'd be taller. <laughs> Spoilers. All right. Uh... I didn't. So here's something y'all can help me out with. Then I don't have a great sign off for this. I, I, you know, uh, Keanu, again, felt very natural to me. I knew what our sign off was as soon as uh, Whitney and Evan said yes. I was like, we're going to be excellent to it. We're going to party on. Take a look at this. What is this? Is this a good sign off? The one I have in here? I like it. You like it? Some of you haven't even some of you don't even know what it's from. Yeah. Uh, wait, where where would I, I see it? In the yeah. click oh, on yeah, in the agenda, all the way at the notes. bottom. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where were the notes? <laughs> uh huh. Eric, you gotta click on the right. You, you, we have see the it's the full episode list. You go to the first one right next to it. It says yeah, open. Yeah. Other than the fact that it says home fries instead uh, of home fires, I like it. Yeah, that's right. What oh, stupid <laughs> autocorrect. <laughs> I Listen. Don't know. Every I, time I click on the link, it says "Oops, something went wrong." So I recognize the character name uh, yeah. because even though I haven't seen it, I I know Jack Burton. Um, but I I didn't know if it was Home Fires or Home Fries. I just assumed <laughs> that the quote was Home Fries uh, because I do like my Home Fries burnt. So <laughs> perfect. Okay. We'll stick with I mean, that one for now. Yeah, I was going to suggest a different Jack Burton quote, but this one is actually pretty good. So, Yeah, I like it. I like it. Okay. Yeah. 
Good. You can always go with Whitney's Santa who fucks. <laughs> right. I don't know how I could no. turn that into like a. No, thanks, everybody. And don't forget, Santa fucks. <laughs> right. Never forget. <laughs> this Santa fucks. Uh, <laughs> real quick. <laughs> oh, my God. Real quick. Let's uh, just run down. Dan, where could people keep up with you on the Internet? They can find me on Twitter at Dantendo64, and also if they want to watch stupid videos that I make, follow me on TikTok at Dantendo64. Really, if you want to find me anywhere online, find me at Dantendo64. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Lindsay, where can people keep up with you? Uh, my Twitter is Lindsay Nelson. that's N-E-L-S-E-N, and my Instagram is Lindsay Cameron Nelson, and that's mostly just pictures of the gelato that I make. Oh, so. it's just so good. Perfectly it's curated just so account if I've ever seen one. <laughs> Thank you. Eric, where can people find you? Uh, they can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Platypus Jones. And as always, I am huge on Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget. The biggest. Never, Eric. never forget. Huge on Pinterest. An influencer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'll never let him forget it, so you shouldn't forget it either. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Whitney, <laughs> where are you at? I am at Whitney underscore Nelson, N-E-L-S-E-N, on Twitter. Um, I haven't tweeted much lately because I'm deep in a pandemic unemployment fog right now. So uh, still, still have not found a job if you've been following along from Cool Breeze. Um, but that's Twitter's been kind of silent, but I do retweet the stuff that I've been on, podcasts and other things there. And then if you want to see pictures of my dog, which are multitudinous on Instagram, it's Whitney Nelson with no underscore. Perfect. <laughs> I am uh, at Dark Driving on Twitter and Instagram. I would uh, I would advise everyone to go to 12and24.com. Check out all the stuff we have there. And if you want to join our Discord, which is this little uh, chat situation that we have set up for all of our listeners, just go to 12and24.com slash Discord. That's an invite link for you to come and, and join us. You're not allowed in the studio. That's just for the hosts. But we're also here ch chatting, having fun, doing all this good stuff. So come hang out. It's great. It's almost in real time. And it's more curated than Twitter, which can sometimes be a little crazy. So that's what mm -hmm. I'll say. I think that I think that brings us to the end of this episode, which I think went really well. If I'm, you know, I'd give us four, maybe five stars. Yeah, on iTunes, please and thank you. So with that, thank you all for joining us. And in the immortal words of Jack Burton, sit tight, hold the fort, and keep the home fries burning. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, it's perfect. Guys. It's so good. It's so oh good. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs>